Welcome to the Winning Edge Investments Podcast. Winning Edge Investments provides industry-leading horse racing and sports betting tips, ratings and education, enabling you to invest intelligently and treat your betting like a business. Go to www.winningedgeinvestments.com to learn more about how you can start to supercharge your betting bank immediately. Treat your betting like a business and invest intelligently with Winning Edge Investments. Good day, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Winning Edge Saturday Preview. I'm with professional punter Cam O'Brien. How are you, Cam? I'm great, thanks, Lewis. How are you, mate? I'm well, thanks, mate. Um, before we talk about another day of Group 1 racing coming up in the West, let's touch on the week that was. Um, it was a small losing week for your service, but eight seconds, including a 25 to 1 and 40 to 1 chance. So while it's frustrating, I'm sure we're right around the mark. Yeah, there's a lot of seconds that happens, of course. You get those little bits of runs, and uh, as, as you said, a small losing week, but um, pretty close with some, yeah, some big prices. So, you know, a matter of time, you keep finding ones. They're good bets that just didn't quite pay off this week, but they're still good bets. We're going to talk about two races again um, this week uh, from Ascot. The feature on the card is a Group 1 Kingston Town Classic over 1,800 metres. No surprises to see Western Empire a dominant favourite here after a breathtaking win in the railway. Is there any way you can see him getting beat? Only if he doesn't repeat, i.e. he doesn't hold his form. If he does, if he holds that rating, which is 117, I'm treating as 118 because he was a bit eased as well. Um, 118 figure is, yeah, it just wins again. I've been miles clear. So I'll price him $1.30. It won't be a betting race uh, for me. Um, yeah, so the only thing that can get him beat is himself if he uh, fails to fire on the day. But he's third up from a spell. He showed last spring his... Um, uh, sorry, last prep. He's very consistent. Like he, get, you know, gets into form and holds form. Um, and so I think, yeah, I can't see why you wouldn't hold and just win again. He's got a slightly, slightly tricky barrier, but it's not the end of the world. Barrier nine. I think Pike will drop in. He might just go back a little further than that. Otherwise, in ten, but that shouldn't make much difference. Plus, I think they'll be able to run on tomorrow. I think that's got will play okay for run-ons. Uh, just where the rails have been, I think getting out wide will be okay. I'm not saying the rail will be off, but I'm saying there won't be any disadvantage getting out wide and running on. It's the way I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of talk about this horse heading east for a race like a Cox Plate. I wanted to ask you about on your stuff, is the rating he's done so far good enough to be competitive or does he need to go to a new level to be in the mix for a race like the Cox Plate? Yeah, no, he's, he's definitely good enough to be competitive. Um, the winner this year went 118. Um, and as a four-year-old, he'll have a little bit less weight. Uh, and so his 118 is definitely competitive with these Cox plates. The uh, last year's winner went about 119 on memory. Uh, then you've got, then you've got. Uh, so if we ignore Winx's years because you know she was the freak, so Dragon A went about 119 last year, and the year before Lee Grasseur was better. He went about 121, 122. So to beat a horse like Lee Grasseur, he would need to find another level. But the last two years, state of rest, and so Dragon A, yeah, he's right in those kinds of races. And the ones before Winks, if we go, we're going back seven years now to get back before Winks, but Adelaide, Seamus Award, Ocean Park, Pinker Pinker, yeah, he's in all of those cox plates with his 118. He's a winning chance in all of them. Right, okay. And um, another race you wanted to talk about on tomorrow's card is race six, a 1,400-metre listed race for the three-year-olds. Who are you targeting here? Okay, race six. Um, I... I agree with the market to a large extent in that there's for the ones up the top, et cetera, are all solid chances. But I thought the market missed one down the bottom, Sparkling Blue, who's been good so far this prep uh, and I think is is probably 
uh, ready to peak third up from the spell tomorrow. I priced it about seven dollars and. We took $16 earlier today. Um, I thought it was really solid overs. Uh, and, uh, yeah, nice little race as well. And it's a good program. But, yeah, Sparkling Blue is a good one at a good price there. It's still about $12 available, I think. And uh, lastly, Cam, just to remind us on what you offer as part of your Winning Edge service and how the listeners can get involved. Yeah, so winningedgeinvestments.com and um, all WA uh, races on the turf. We do most tracks on the turf, and uh, you know, all year round. And um, you get my prices, my suggested bets. I did, well, you get my prices, you get the ones I say to back and then potential bets as well if they reach a certain price, which is easy to use Betfair SP for with a price minimum um, all year round and my prices, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, it's a, a great time to be involved right now because this is Ascot's time and obviously today's, no, tomorrow, I should say, is a really good race day. But then the rest of the summer, Ascot will be a really good place to bet. All right, great. Thanks again for your time, Cam, and best of luck for a massive Kingston Town Classic Day. Great. Thanks, Lewis. Yeah, cheers.